0: Welcome back to Gears at the Sim Racing Podcast and happy Wednesday if you list me on the day that this pod came out. As we enter in August, a lot of good content and I can't wait to disclosing with you. So please, guys, keep an eye on our social media. You know, links will be on the bio of the podcast. If you're listening on, on audio or if you see on YouTube, you know, just click on our link to know everything about our social media and where you can find us. So let's jump on the episode of today. Today we have a full episode where we're gonna talk with the dev, let me emphasize this part of the dev as he's alone creating in Unreal 5, one all-match game to one of the best Rally arcade games. Not one of the best, that's calling him the best arcade game, uh, I will call him the best Rally arcade game ever, I'm talking about Sega Rally from 94, the gamer, like you say, arrived to the arcade games in 94. 95 arrived to the PC, and from them arrived to all the platforms available, as you can understand that is a very good looking game, I think Alexander is putting a lot of effort, and it's gonna be interesting to understand how Alexander go from creating movies with Sony, and working on Gran Turismo movie, and go to the racing game industry, and now creating his own game and working with other games as we will disclose it. So gonna be quite interesting to understand that. But before we jump on the interview, let me only talking about the podcast. If you see us on YouTube, you realize that we have now a new intro as was on the last episode. And on the intro, we say that you're gonna have a guest every two weeks. So that was a plan, but now we nail it. And that's staying with us. So meaning that between, we don't going to have a theme of the week. We're going to have something more relaxed. And we're going to have a jazz version of the podcast where we will talk only. It's very smooth by briefly, 50 minutes to 20 minutes, something lightly. We will disclose what is the news and what is happening on a sim racing between that time that we have a guest. So it's something that's going to be quite interesting for me to develop. We're going to have more time to write proper scripts to give you a better emphasis of everything and creating every time video and audio at the same time. So it's quite exciting for me. And as we're talking about exciting, let's jump on our interview. Today, I have Alexandro Schiazzi. Thank you. Thank you. So tell me what started the Overjump probably.
1: So, yeah, I, I wanted to learn Arial Engine 5 because it looked amazing. And uh, while I was started studying using some tutorials online, I realized, oh, okay, it's pretty easy to create uh, natural environments, you know, rocks, uh, trees, uh, anything that's you know not touched by society yet. Uh, So I was thinking "Hmm, it could be a good idea to make maybe remake uh, uh, an old game Uh, because you can start with a fan base. You have like uh, a blueprint, let's say, of what's existing in terms of shape of the levels, the track in this Mm -hmm. case. So I was thinking, okay, maybe I should go back to 32-bit. And I grew up playing uh, Sega Saturn games. Then, of course, I moved to Dreamcast. Uh, But yeah, Sega Saturn was... uh, not my start, I started Master System, but it, it was for me like, okay, this is now serious gaming. You know, I'm going to start re- reading reviews from magazines, uh, going to you know, buy like a game per month, uh, going to convince my friends to buy a Saturn as well. So we start like, sharing games, mm-hmm. we organize parties uh, just to play. Uh, this was during uh, middle school. And I had a lot of fun. I also have a brother He's uh, one year and a half older than me. So we play a lot to two player games. And one was Sega Rally, you know, so I had fun memories. Um, and I realized, okay, maybe remaking Sega Rally might work. Uh, Sega itself hasn't been using that IP for over 10 years, you know. And Sega is actually really good about giving. Uh, licensing to indie devs, even uh, solo devs. There are examples, even recent ones. Uh, Sonic Mania started as a fan Mm -hmm. project. Uh, Streets of Rage 4, Wonder Boy, uh, Alex Kidd, um, Panzer Dragoon VR, and recently uh, C-Smash, which is a Cosmic Smash uh, uh, VR game. Uh, It it wasn't VR for Dreamcast, but it felt VR. So yeah, yeah, it has been recently uh, released for PlayStation 2 VR, Uh, PlayStation 5 uh, PS2 PSVR2. So okay, Sega is pretty chill about this. That gives me hope. Uh, So I start like uh, you know see what was the situation on social media, and I noticed on Twitter there was a really strong uh, retro community, also on Facebook, but I felt Twitter was the more the, mo- the most, you know, active. Uh, and uh, honestly, I start posting some uh, tests. Uh, m- my plan was to learn Arial Engine 5 while I was doing this. You know, so I would get exposure, I would learn uh, good feedback, and overall, uh, worst-case scenario, I just start my own uh, career in uh, video games, you know, which is... Mm-hmm. I come from visual effects. So I've been doing the visual effects for 15 years. So it's not like that different, to be honest. It's still entertaining, uh, entertainment business. You still work with
0: animations, no? Yeah. Like yeah the, there there is a lot so... of
1: overlapping in terms of uh, understanding, especially when you come to post production, you know, the look uh, to get the photorealistic look. That's something I, I was able to do before even starting play around with the real Engine 5. But I was blown away by the kind of graphics you were able to achieve in real time. In the movies, mm-hmm. we have to render and it takes even seconds or minutes per frame. Here is 60 frames or more per second. So it was like, well, can't believe I can see, I can adjust, tweak and see the result right now. So you can okay. iterate, you can really keep improving in a very short amount of time uh, until you're really satisfied so this is a huge advantage and and for me it was really especially I have a, a a background in photography as well so being able to change the lighting the sun position create the environment you want to see fascinating uh, so yeah basically I picked Segarelli not because I'm a huge fan of racing games it's actually opposite. Yeah, we talk but, we talk about yeah. this one before. <laughs> but because, why? Why not? Uh, uh, why? Uh, I don't know. Like again, uh, maybe because I started with arcade games, and I <laughs> felt uh, now getting back into racing games, it the there is a really steep curve, you know. Oh maybe you know th- there are like something in between, uh, like uh, arcade steam. Uh, uh, or maybe I was missing the competition of my brother just next to me, you know, we were just playing. Um, Yeah, I, I've been playing adventure game, Uh, more narrative titles, mm-hmm. also because I was, you know, working in movies, so it made sense to have this overlap to understand uh, the benefits of telling a story through a fixed uh, passive uh, medium, mm-hmm. like uh, a movie, a TV show, Instead of uh, you know something you have more control over the uh, the time uh, you know how you push the story forward. I think a great example is Red Dead Redemption Two, where uh, there is the main story, there are the sub stories, and also you have the freedom to to go around and at your own pace. So there is still a strong uh, vision, a direction overall for the story itself, but at the same time. Uh, you really enjoy exploring the world. So, I, I feel honestly that now watching some TV shows, like, okay, this is cool, but I, I wish this was a video game instead. Uh, because they have so much detailed world. For example, The Mandalorian, you know, there are like these planets, these civilizations, um, and you wish you were able to. You know, go more explore. in details, explore. Yeah, you know. we were talking about the Italians, yeah, but, but you know, I, th- I think, I think
0: it's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's what's uh, what happening because even uh, changing a little bit for racing games to the Star Wars that you're talking, I think it's coming, uh, open uh, RPG, uh, Star yeah. Wars m- game. And uh, I think it's talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. six, six full world, uh, completely different. And uh, I think, oh, yeah, that's gonna, that's we'll- gonna. Give even to the storyline, give you much more for expanding uh, and everything. Yeah, I think uh, it's. I think I gaming industry it, will be the will be the future. Be 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 oh, connecting to racing. Yeah. Be connecting to anything, will be the the future. Because yeah, more and more we have and, an immersion.
1: Honestly, yeah, I feel like graphics are getting really photorealistic. You know, we've been talking for years, but now I feel like this is the time. Especially from me coming from. uh the, the movie industry so I, I i know exactly how you know the camera creates that realism which is different from the realism you perceive with your own eyes you know okay so, so it's uh, in terms of um, uh you know these more details like uh, vignettes a bit of chromatic aberration, motion blur uh, grain uh, uh also you know the kind of lens you use uh, uh, they are different. With our eyes, we have a, a better uh, way to see inside the shadows when outside it's uh, uh, bright. It's called dynamic range, mm-hmm. while cameras still struggle to, you know, if you're like exposed for the inside, outside it's completely white, blown out and vice versa. Yep. But our lives, we, we can still like, I can see, look outside the window, I still see details. But at the same time, I see details inside my, my room. Uh, so yeah, these are something that video games and trying to get closer to movies because we perceive, oh, this is a movie, I'm, not a movie, I mean, just a video. So th- there are recent examples like uh, the BodyCam uh, game, probably you've seen it, mm-hmm. uh, that gives you that the feel like, okay, wow, well, this feels like uh, it's recorded uh, in a real environment. Uh, and same uh, it's done in uh, uh, racing games you know like even just the camera shake it feels like a uh, real camera was behind uh actually i've started That's seeing the, real the ray videos trace, no? uh no it's more calling... shaking the camera uh, ray tracing yeah it's uh, about bouncing the uh the light uh, to create a, a better a realistic result because the light is not just coming around to a point, and that's it. The fact that you can see an object is because the light is bouncing around until it hits your eyes, but you know, there are so many bounces. The more bounces you have.
0: Yeah, and in terms of the, um, when you create the worlds for the, that you are creating you know, for the game, how you are manage all the details of the light and everything to keep talking about? So
1: Unreal Engine 5 comes with this uh, uh, feature called Lumen, which is uh, ray tracing. Mm-hmm but instead being uh, uh, paired with a specific graphics card, like uh, RTX for NVIDIA cards. Uh, this one uh, can work on anything, including consoles. That's why if you play the Matrix demo from for PS5, you were able to see ray tracing on a console, which is pretty rare, you know. Uh, so yeah, Lumen gives you that quality that it really brings you closer to Oh, photorealism oh, there is this step after, which is uh, path tracing, which is now's been introduced in uh cyberpunk uh you need a really powerful card to be able to to see it, but the result is really outstanding because again the more bounces you have, the more realistic it looks that's You're gonna how, you gonna have yeah, that's how reality works uh so yeah, I feel like now video games are trying to mimic movies and vice versa. I see a lot of movies trying to mimic video games, you know, POV cameras and whatnot. The new Gran Turismo. Actually, I, I work yeah the advertising part of the Gran Turismo movie, so. <laughs> okay. Uh, because, I, yeah, I, I used to work for uh, Sony until like two months ago. I still work in the weekends for them here and there. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. From the trailer, you can see the, the camera on the back. uh, uh like in in the video game, yeah. And yeah we... I've seen a few videos of cameras stuck on a pole, in rally game in rally in real life too, which is great. It feels mm-hmm. like you know reality is mimicking video games, so it's, a, it's like a cycle.
0: Yeah, because we uh, it is a small world, you know. So around where I live uh, is one of the person that we know, and he's one of the coordinators for Gran Turismo. So we went. They went all them to Hungary. Was where they re- they have to filming yeah. uh, everything. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was. He's very surprised with the game. Uh, the game with the the movie, and he's quite enthusiastic with uh, everything. Let's see. I think I think gonna be good. But after I think gonna put everyone think that now they play video games. They're gonna be a racing driver. Like you saw when it was, uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, Top Gun, everyone thinks they could go on an uh, airplane, <laughs> go well, and go it, it, on, on it airplane. Would
1: increase, yeah, it will increase the quality because there are going to be more people trying and maybe a really try Yeah, that's 100%. One surface, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's really good for, for them as long as, you know, they're able to really... It's and, a, and even as com- a, a franchise... And- yeah, and racing—it's something that is not like giving priority to someone or instead of someone others. That's the time. There is no yeah, way exactly. to, unless you cheat some other ways with your car or whatever. But hey, that's the time. That's your skills. It's on paper. Believe me,
0: you know. Believe me, it is already a lot of things happen on the community about cheaters, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, it's and- already appearing a lot. It's always, it's always a way, you know. Yeah. Be on feels, video it, games on a sport or, or whatever. It's always a way of someone going to try to get the best results on the most easy way. But yeah, but yeah I think think I, uh, rally games more. I think we need, we need more games. And uh, you bring a second rally after... When was the first one? 30 years ago? I think 94, no? Almost.
1: Yeah, the, the first yeah, one yeah, yeah. came out in 94 year and the 95 is the Saturn version. So I that's another reason why I'm pushing is to trying to get for the 30th anniversary at least for okay. the Saturn version so maybe 2025 but I might be able to finish at least a simple version early access with only the arcade features for end of 2024 which is you know the original was released in November uh, 94 okay. so yeah and in
0: terms of um... The game, is you base it totally on the old game, or you are creating new tracks, you are bringing modern cars, so, yeah. all going to work, so, everything?
1: Yeah, so far I'm, uh, I only recreated the Forest track, because it was okay. also the, the track in the demo. It was called the Bootleg Sampler. It was a free demo for Sega Saturn that came out in the US, and there was only the Forest track just to, to play the game. So I wanted to recreate that sense of, okay, there is only one track to to go around. Uh, and I feel like uh, also that track has different surfaces and it's a bit more tricky. There's the hairpin. Uh, so I want to really to have that to test all the scenarios you might find in, in other tracks in the game. Uh, my plan is actually just to recreate the four tracks from the original Sega Rally. Again, okay. if this gets greenlit from Sega. Um, but at the same time, I want to also uh, allow the player to play them in reverse, uh, which is honestly, it's a completely different track because every turn you arrive at a different speed. The shape is different, you know, and even the scenario looks a bit different because you see details that otherwise you won't be able to see it normally. So exactly. that's already like doubling, you know, even if again most of the scenario is the same, you're already doubling, plus I want to add uh uh times of the day, so maybe you play at night with only the headlights uh and that's again really making a difference. with the in difference terms of challenge yeah. and also add like uh weather so rain uh, um snow or sandstorm in the desert uh I feel like really. Adding all this up, you even if there are technically four tracks, you have plenty of ways to, to challenge yourself even so slightly. Uh, I feel like there is nowadays games that have way too many tracks, and that's something that was addressed by someone in the industry as well. Like, you know, really, how are you going to learn all those tracks uh, and learn it really well? There is no time. The same with the cars too many cards, at the end you're probably going to play like two or three, five, ten maybe. Uh, so I feel like uh, the moment you reduce the number of cards and tracks, it's up to you to better your own time, which is what Segarelli was. People are still playing Segarelli to these days, almost after 30 years because it's all about improving your own even exactly. like half a uh, millisecond off uh, because you learn okay in this one I can you know let the accelerator go just a second earlier uh so it's more about uh, you know self improvement rather than uh, you know let me see this uh, let me try this track uh, and maybe you just play for an hour or two and okay that, that, that's it i'm not saying they are bad tracks I feel like when they have too many options, like on Netflix, sometimes you spend thirty minutes just to pick a exactly. A
0: movie. No, but you you, you <laughs> talk something important. Is um, I think it was this week I read this one about Forza Horizon uh, Five. So Forza yeah. Horizon Five, from the day that will release until this day, if you was playing every day a different car, you still was will be missing one other cars. So, if you was playing since the game was been releasing I, until to, until now, that is already I think four years or three years, you I'll, will I'll not be able the, to. Pl- yeah. I don't know, but they, of course, a lot of cards are versions. You know, uh, the yeah. ninety. That's what we play the ninety nine, and after they're gonna have another version. Gonna, they gonna have a lot of versions yeah. from the same model yeah, in, yeah. himself. But still, I know these two, two, for they get everyone happy, but sometimes. Quantity yeah. is not is not uh, quality, and uh, sometimes it's what yeah, we, uh, I'd rather we see. Have, yeah, when what happened in games like Project Cards too. That was a game that have so many cards, there so many f- different physics that after they could not get everything correctly. And if they was focused only in make physics for one type of cards correctly, and after start adding slowly more cards and work on that, the game probably could have more ears and not die after one year or two years that the game yeah. uh, solely start dying. So I, I think so. And in terms of the physics, you are basic on the old physics of the game or you are creating new physics? No, How are you adapting yourself?
1: So, uh, yeah, I, I'm using uh, Chaos Vehicle. Chaos is the physics uh, uh, engine inside Unreal Engine. Uh, okay, They used to have a uh, Physics X... Uh, But now they discontinued and now it's only chaos, which is also used. You know, if you destroy something, you see, you know, pieces bouncing around. uh, uh, So and then they simply applied those physics to a vehicle. That was another reason why I picked uh, a racing game, because I felt like, okay, I don't need to create animations. It's all there. I just need to tweak it enough to feel like the original. That took months. I'm really happy with the result now, but oh boy! Also, I didn't know much <laughs> about cars, so I had to learn a lot. <laughs> like it, it was I, a challenge a... by itself, you know. <laughs> it's like okay, let me understand the, you know, the, the gear ratio. What is this? <laughs> that's, and that that's, is, this is why the advantage. Yeah, you you can test it. and Understand? Okay, oh, yeah, I can see why you know now. If you change these numbers, uh, the, the car behaves differently, right? Uh, so it's been like uh, uh, learning about Unreal Engine and learning about engines <laughs> like a real ones. <laughs> so yeah, th- th- I... that was uh, frustrating but also fun in a way, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, let's put it that because way because
0: yeah. I think, I think, as, as, a, as a gamers, we always think that the studios have thousands of people working, you know, or uh, the devs behind the game they are there. Uh, like leprechauns, you know, twenty-four hours, seven days, just uh, inside of a basement, creating everything, and and it's not like this when everyone. Some of has... them are, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, <laughs> but you know, it's not, it's not so like that, and it's so many things around uh, racing game that we outsiders we just think, oh, it just make like this, or we just have to tweet like that. They have so many things to work, even being at arcades that. I think you guys take hours and hours to develop only one single thing. So uh yeah. in terms of um, in terms of cars, yeah. you have on the videos you have the Salica, you have the Lancia Delta and that's going to be the cars yeah. that you're going to have or you try to bring more. And,
1: and also the, the stratus. Lancia stratus.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so uh, I feel like this is a, a project that could really benefit of the ELCs. Uh, Okay. So content coming out after, depending you know on the sales because of course cars licensing has its own price. I already got in touch with the 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 studio that licenses uh, Lancia Um, cars. I have the contact for the Toyota as well, but I haven't. I want to get Lancia first and then say, hey, you know, there's we already have one. Would you like to? uh So I feel like again it's uh, I would like just to recreate the original as it was with of course the the tweaks I mentioned, you know, like time of day weather and uh, so they will already give you extra stuff to play around with while still being uh, uh, faithful to the original. And of course okay. graphics now it's more advanced. Oh no! Say ah, better. It's because crazy. It honestly, really aged. Yeah, the the old game still aged greatly. Like uh, you know, because uh, I felt that there was a cohesion. What well, you know, first of all, they understood the limits of uh, the model two, the arcade board, which, by the way, at the time, that was by far the best graphics you could have in a game. Period. You know, actually, they developed that card with uh, NASA and Lockheed Martin they paid for the using some of this technology they spent like 2 million dollars just to be able to play around with that technology and put into arcade cabinets which also were like having like force feedback the axis mm-hmm. movement uh, i mean sega was really advanced this is 94 we are talking about yep. you know daytona before that but yeah uh, sega was basically creating like amusement park kind of rides but in miniature to to ship it around the world, that that was for me part of the success because as a kid you were able to basically drive like a real car as you know it was the closest one to drive a real car. Uh, it was a simulation, so so to speak, uh, without you know having to steal your dad's car and kill yourself in the process. Exactly. So yeah, I, I feel like uh, yeah, uh, and Sigarelli has been uh, quoted by many people for being an inspiration for example at Codemasters for uh Colin McCree rally uh, actually I I got in touch I I met with um, uh Guy Wilday. he was uh, head of studios at Codemasters and uh yeah he told me when he met uh Colin McCree he even uh, rode with him on a couple of times for uh uh promoting the game one first was before the game started uh, production because uh you mm-hmm. know they were giving uh rides to the devs to understand what it would be like to be in a rally car. And the second time was during the promotion. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, imagine being in the same car with Colin McCree driving you around a Subaru. <laughs> uh, I think that. Uh, yeah. I think crazy, he, man. It was insane. Yeah. Uh, he told me, like, uh, Colin, he only wanted to talk about cars. Like, nothing else. They're trying, you know, to you know, bringing the, com- the conversation to technology, you know, it was an interesting oh, The moment you start talking about cars, it was like, yes,
0: let's go. But I, I think, it is I think um, even probably Colin, Colin McRae on that time, he didn't realize the the foundation that uh, Coldmaster was doing with his, uh, with his game. Because yeah. I remember playing Sega Rally on the, like, going to the shopping mall. So I was going to the yeah. shopping mall. Shopping mall would have there some arcades uh, on the corner while my father was going to the, the supermarket by the things on the final, we was going to the car, we were playing. I remember always oh, would be Daytona, would be Sega Raleigh, or probably a football game that uh, would appear there. But after Sega Raleigh came Stock to the... No, it was not, no, I think there was no Metal Slug there. I don't remember. No, it was just a couple of uh, really small arcades. Just it was just there just to okay. get the money, I think. Just, just <laughs> <was best>. a, <laughs> a, a, Exactly. <laughs> So, and uh, after the second rally came to PC, I remember playing on, at home and playing with my friends. But when came Colin McRae 2, I think was when I started jumping more on the on the rally games because it was yeah. completely different of everything with the damage, yeah, it, uh, making a season, a full season of rally, you know, carrying on everything. Yeah, All yeah, the I, classic it, it cars and the modern...
1: Yeah, it, it was a really a, a good... Uh, Evolution, you know, we got uh, Sega Rally, Daytona, Retracer, but also Gran Turismo and then uh, Colin McCree, V Rally. So it was really the, the perfect moment to use the advantage of the technology, 30 bit graphics, uh, mm-hmm. so 3D, and uh, slowly roll into what later became. Of course, there were SIM uh, games before, but you know, they were pretty crude in terms of graphics. And uh, Without the visual input, you can have the the most precise, uh, you know, driving experience, but it will not give you a, a constant feedback on what's happening on the on the track or on the street. Uh, so yeah, I feel like uh, these are really uh, milestones in terms of uh, the evolution. What we have now, in term you know, but at the same time, I feel like arcade games especially racing games nowadays are phone games mobile games right arcade equals cartoonish graphics While for me growing up arcade meant the best graphics available ever you know not even uh, the most powerful pc would be able to achieve that so honestly like okay this is really sad this is not what i I would define an arcade game which it wasn't just about the experience of you know just play for five minutes and uh, you, you feel satisfied and maybe you play again but it was also okay the, the visual spectacle it, it will get um so when Unreal real engine 5 was released it's okay it makes sense then now i would make an arcade game with the most advanced graphics some people ask me so oh why are you doing that like you know it's kind of weird to see an arcade with you know photorealistic graphics clearly too young to, to understand <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, i i agree with you so, i think yeah. um, i think let's go to talking about rally so like, like we talked before we started the podcast uh, rally is uh, a gender is a very small niche for the community not everyone like rally and i yeah. think for example the rally game industry uh, on the early 2000 they get Colin McRae and they get uh, Richard Burns that create and with them creating two games that was very good and as a Codemaster in the 2000s I think when they use Ken Block when Ken Block was getting famous with the Jinkan and started doing games about the Shinkan, I think they bring again people to the race to the racing to the rally games but now these days I think rally games are again going a little bit down we don't have so many people go to see the WRC. I think if I ask you who won the last WRC, probably you don't want to remember. You don't know so, when so was the last. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's... I mean, it's still ongoing. <laughs> this... I, I follow them. Yeah, there was uh, Kenya like uh, last month, Estonia. Yeah, uh, it was Estonia, Estonia,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was I Estonia. Yeah, but is... people don't, or I think, or WRC make a series like Netflix. That was probably what yeah. F1 make it. That make them explode uh, yeah. the way they explode. Yeah, because I, you care. I, I you feel say like... or not say? F1 have, have exploded in these last two years. Completely, completely crazy. Yeah, I saw the last Grand there Prix was, uh... in 2019, and I had two yeah. two hundred thousand persons on a UK last uh, race after three years or no, or four, four years is a double. <laughs> so you know, it's it's crazy. Oh, oh! They evolved so much.
1: Yeah, there was a a, a series from Subaru uh, called the Traction Control. Oh, so about rally, the season, but it was pretty boring, honestly. Like was, uh, the voiceover was kind of like monotone. Uh, you need Americans to do
0: it. it. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to say, but you need Americans no, 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 to do I, it I because they they As know what Italian, they know how to explore. Yeah. They know how to explore yeah, the drama. Yeah, yeah, no, they right. they to, found to any... The any yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they bring anything they that even, even don't, don't important, then they can... Not, I wouldn't say manipulate it, but they can play the way that Will felt that, oh, yeah. was um, this drama. Because sometimes the F1 series, I think they're just filming normally eight races on, on a calendar, eight to ten races on the calendar. So they don't stay there all, uh, all here. And from that they get everything enough to make a ten episodes probably series, and uh, they create drama where it not exists. They make things yeah, that yeah. not exist, watched, uh... but captivate cativ- cativ- the people. You know is
1: yeah, yeah. Create a narrative. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. But maybe they could be done also in a game. Uh, maybe I don't know. Like I would like to see a manga of Cigarelli. or anime. <laughs> that is, a... The anime, like yeah. think about uh, Initial D. You
0: know, still have a, a huge uh, fan a base. To... Initial yeah. D still you have yeah. a huge fan Sega base. Sega is
1: still making games, uh, arcade games for Initial Deep franchise, even like three years ago when it came out. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, an interesting uh, IP and uh, huge following. And again, because of the story itself. It's fascinating, honestly, the racing world. I mean... Fast and Furious made ten movies out of the concept of illegal street. Yeah. <laughs> of course, became uh, spy movies uh, with superheroes. Which you know, and for yeah. me, the best one is still uh, Tokyo Drift. That, that's the best movie they ever made. I wish they would make more Tokyo Drift uh, sequels. Yeah, but I think that, that is the be. same
0: thing with the with the arcade games. I think people evolve so much far away from all that that things that's uh, that's the problem i think we need to captivate yeah, them to go back to th- that's go back when and see the
1: nostalgia that nostalgia kicks in
0: could right? be could be
1: so yeah you can really that's what i'm hoping with this project to really capture the nostalgia by using new flashy graphics and features uh for example in my game there is yes the the driving part of course that's key but also, I create this uh, event uh, that you can explore on foot. You can really uh, okay. first person just go around. Uh, you can uh, see the race happening, maybe online, and people that are playing. So you're like part of uh, the crowd, you know, a spectator. But also, you can go around, uh, uh, you know, see your replays in the specific media booth. Um, you can, uh, you know, go to see the car they getting fixed, uh, uh, because th- that's what rally is about. It's being among the the people. It's not like all uh, gated. Uh, uh, the boxes are like outside. You're in the uh, in the crowd on the uh, bleachers, like on the uh, seats. A rally, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Uh, that's it's more like. Uh, uh, for the normal people, let's say, because you don't have to pay a ticket to, to
0: see it. Something that you talk, because you say that we walk away, you, you can walk on the game, because the last yeah. four pictures that you put today on yeah. the Twitter, uh, and I say today on Saturday, uh, yeah. today when is a 29, just for everyone to no. know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have these uh, four nice pictures with a lot of Easter eggs, you know, with a Sonic edge, uh, like type yeah. of statue, lots of posters of Overjump Rally and everything. So when we are walking, we can go to these areas and see these uh, yeah, yeah, old yeah. school TVs. Okay. Yeah. And you're gonna, yeah. you are gonna you so have any, I, I type, any type of motion? You have people passing yeah, yeah. around yeah, or is like, just uh, stationary? Uh, yeah,
1: there's gonna be no, there's gonna be people like uh, the the crowd uh, walking okay, around. NPCs. And plus, if uh, uh, can uh, call it's them. online. Uh, yeah, NPCs, yeah. And uh, uh, if it's online, you're gonna see other people, either your friends you invite to that specific server. Oh, okay. So open. So her. you can.
0: Okay. Yeah. So okay, you you yes, can strike up cool. a
1: conversation, say, "Hey, how's it going?" You know. So maybe while you're waiting for people to join the game, that's a a, okay. a lobby, online lobby. Okay. You know, and it um, feels like a Fantasy I, Star Online when you were decide okay. where to go, which mission to do, but like, uh, on the a, a race. Yeah. You can basically uh challenge somebody on the spot, you know so okay let's race All now. right, that's
0: that's that's interesting and then um, in terms of like setups, we're gonna be able to set up your car we uh, we're gonna have yeah. options or you're gonna be just the car where it is
1: well I'm gonna start like the arcade version was where you just okay p just, just the car or manual gears yeah. uh for the Saturn version, there were some uh, tweaks you were able to do. Oh, nothing crazy. Don't expect anything, uh, even remotely to what. No, and
0: I'm not putting any pressure. No, I'm, just they... tried, I'm just try. I'm just curiosity. I, How are we gonna work?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I I don't want to create too many sub categories of the best records. You know, because okay, now okay, you have makes the, sense. The record with the car tweak, but now instead of the car, uh vanilla. You know, so it's uh, the classic. Yeah. So I'd rather have, you know, the best players period driving that car in that condition. So like uh, rain, best time, night, best time, day, best time, reverse or normal. That's it. Otherwise, you're like, uh, yeah, even just having too many cars, you will see, of course, the fastest car gets the faster time. But I want to see how good you are with the, you know, only that car. You, of course, you will be able to filter. Uh, and itself, in, in the game itself, the silicon delta. People say, oh, this is a bit faster. No, this is one. Honestly, I feel like they are exactly the same. I would, I was not able to, to find even the most pro the guys with the world record, which I'm in touch with, they cannot say, oh, yeah, it's, uh, this is the, except for the stratos, which is a. Uh, a different league but yeah, and Delta in the game. And I'm going to try to do the same with the, with my game. So far, I've been focused on the Delta, so, uh, uh, Every uh, category want... will be yeah, the same.
0: I... Every car category will yeah. be the the same. Okay.
1: Yeah, w- we'll see in the future because I would like to bring cars from uh, Sega Rally 2, you know? Okay. So having like a DLC with uh, cars and trucks uh, from Sega Rally 2, where trucks, I think I'm going to do like a more heavy... Lifting because I'm not a big fan of those tracks. They're not so as iconic as the first one. They feel like uh, they're all the same within. So I might, you know, expand uh, them. And use maybe the same uh, shape but change scenario quite a bit. I have already ideas. For example, I would like to have this uh, Africa cup. So you okay. have a safari. You have a jungle, or and maybe you have uh, uh, dunes. So kind of like Paris, Dakar, kind of uh, scenario that. Like um, you drive around Oasis, you know, so you see the dunes. Uh, so it's they're all in Africa, right? Then it's like uh, the Europe one or maybe like uh, Mediterranean. So we have uh, um, um, course, uh, uh, Corsica. Corsica. Um, yeah. guard course and yeah. uh, uh, Monte Carlo, of course. And I would like to add also Dolomites because I used to go to the Dolomites growing up. Um, so it, that's when I honestly, when I was a kid, I was dreaming about having a Sega Rally track in the Dolomites. So that was probably the inception of over jump Rally when I was like, I don't know, oh, eight, nine, you know. Uh, so yeah, that would have been, uh, uh, I would love to, to bring those in in the real game. And of course, also Scandinavia. We have uh, thousand Lakes in Finland, but I would like to have uh, Iceland. Um, so maybe
0: but you know, even the areas of uh, Austria and Switzerland is is such a good uh, yeah 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 it's, iconic mountains and uh, places.
1: yeah. Port and port you you feel
0: that, uh, like that yeah you feel that of this uh, this time probably you can start incorporate the I don't know like uh, Google Maps to create the the tracks. You think will be no, easy? No, absolutely not. It's, it's difficult. No. Okay.
1: No, they they, they need. Uh, uh, I I've seen uh, like uh, uh, plugins to bring Google Maps, but they are really low quality. So unless you recreate basically oh, everything, so
0: the only thing you can you can create is just the road the the road layout, and after you need to build everything. Yeah, I
1: uh, I've seen uh, uh, mods for Assetto Corsa where people, mm-hmm. they went to a real location, they took videos, they used photogrammetry to create the 3D version of that area and then import. So I see people driving in uh, California roads in a set Corsa. That still is not the highest quality, but you know it gives you a good idea what the future might be, especially for modding. But in terms of uh, visual quality and performance, you have to redo everything inside and real using the right tools. You know, otherwise it, it will look uh, not even low poly. It, it was it will. Look, I mean, if, if you're into Google Street Map, you know what I mean. It's like <laughs> especially Google Earth from the top. You know, the trees are like random polygons just to give you the, the idea. No, but
0: the idea yeah. I was I was asking was not not create from what you see on Google or Google uh, Earth or Google Maps, but have the layouts so you can go take a layout from Corsica and go around the road, check all going to be a layout of the road and after
1: Uh, I mean uh, yeah really doesn't use real uh, roads anyway so Mm -hmm. I I would just uh, limit myself because uh, yeah I would would rather design a track that's fun to drive for one minute two minutes maximum right and uh, I don't think uh, there is such thing in in reality, you know, unless you know, just specific spots. But then, I think you, no, it's would be know, difficult. Modify. Good thing, yeah. In that case, you won't have to pay for licensing for the tracks, unlike <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sim racing games, and those are expensive yeah. as well, you know. So I, I can pretty, imagine yeah, tracks, uh, even from your roads, are that's a good uh, good way to go.
0: Now is the time of talking about affiliate links and how can you support the channel. You can click on our affiliate link with Race Anywhere. The link will be always on the podcast info for the podcast episode. You just scroll up and you're going to have a link to click there. And of course, if you see it on YouTube, just go and click on that link. It will be very, very important for us. And of course, see what they have there. They have a lot of good discounts. Always a lot of new things coming to their store. So keep an eye on Race Anywhere. And of course, click it. It helps us. Please click it. Part of Patreon, you can always help us supporting us on YouTube on audio. On YouTube, just hit the like button and subscribe. Remember, 98% of the listings of the podcast are not subscribers, so please guys, hit the like button and subscribe. It's really important for us to keep growing up. And of course, on the audio, give us five stars. It's really important to have that stars. Even if you want to give us four, give us four. If you want to give us three, give us three. But give us a rating is quite important. for we keep appear on the top. And, of course, on the end of every episode, scroll up and you're going to have a message asking what you like it or what not. Take 30 seconds to answer. So please, guys, just answer. It's anonymous. Nobody's going to see what you write. Nobody's going to know what you So please just tell us what you like it and what you don't like it, when and where we can perform as well. But let's go back to the interview. Exactly. We, we, need, we need games for, for person that don't have uh, just have that uh, from 9.30 to 10.30 you know, that uh, have that time when the kids go to bed and just need to sit down crack yeah. on, uh, do some uh, fast gaming and go back to yeah. what is
1: uh, It would be a good game for people that are not necessarily into racing games like myself, I really making a game okay. I would enjoy and honestly, I, I spend hours sometimes just playing around, like doing laps, which, you know, they start as, okay, let me find if there is any bug, anything I want to improve. But I feel myself, okay, this is, this is fun. This is fun to play. You know, the the track itself, uh, they made a, they did a great job to designing it, which has the, the right amount of difficult, uh, but, you know, it's not in a frustrating side term but yeah I I feel like we need uh, more arcade games like that yeah. and I feel like both people playing racing uh, sim racing games they will enjoy it and people that are not even I think so. playing racing games and a- as you mentioned on the uh, DMs on uh, Twitter maybe people will start playing these and then evolve to uh, sim-, sim arcade games and then uh, you know, they really get into the, the whole uh, racing, it's like a getaway drag <laughs> in a <laughs> video game. Yeah, it
0: is, it is, uh, I think it's, um, I like sim racing and I like the immersion. I don't want to lie, everyone, I have yeah. a wheel that uh, will be there, you see, and I have everything. And I like that immersion, yeah. I like all that. But sometimes I like to relax, to sit down uh, on a chair and just play something yeah. easy going that's going to bring me fun. and. Fun can be arcade, and I think we need to remember that arcade was the I would say the goal, the the, the goal stable. that all that yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, That's to bring the, every everything the grand together
1: of uh, all the sim racing yeah, yeah. especially you know Segarelli and Daytona, I would say even Rich Racer. Actually, the director of Segarelli, he was also the director of Rich Racer. Uh, Kenji Sasaki?
0: Yeah, Because it, after it f- was great games, that uh, suddenly they, I think yeah. the last right raid, right racer, what, which one was 2008? Official, official. Yeah. But I, I think actually, after came yeah. another one and unleashed, uh, and I don't remember now when was, but it was maybe, other type of gender that was good. And uh,
1: yeah, maybe somebody could revive it like I'm doing with that.
0: So. I think, yeah, I think just, I really uh, hope someone to... have to put the effort. Someone have to put the effort.
1: I I really hope to give inspiration more than anything. I mean, of course, and someone
0: outside of the community, like you say, have to be someone that does not belong to the racing community, probably to not be to not feel the pressure of develop an arcade game.
1: Yes, I feel like that could be helpful, but you know, might not even necessary because, uh, for example, there is a a dear friend of mine. He's also from Portugal, um, and it's a fun story because. uh, he contacted me, uh, he wrote my email, say, hey, uh, I have actually the, the second best world record in the Rally arcade. Uh, you know, if you need some uh, feedback on your game, I would love to. Uh, and then it turned out he also lives in LA, Los Angeles. And he lives four blocks away from my place, so <laughs> when we realized, okay, do it. Come over like to now. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to. I don't need to say nothing. And, and he's <laughs> actually he loves Segarelli more than anything, uh, in terms of games, uh, but he's also a sim racing enthusiast. Like uh, he has the rig, you know. Or, so he is playing like everything from uh, Gran Turismo to uh, GTR to a oh, set of course uh so he, he comes from a really var
0: background w- yeah, wide background, background.
1: Yeah. And, and if and he gave me actually really good input about like you know he brought his Xbox series X and say okay now you have to play this game because so you understand what, what's missing in yours you know <laughs> so he really i went the extra mile to to show me not just tell me. How to to improve my game, so I feel like a knowledge of sim racing can be converted into
0: into a game. Yeah.
1: Could be arcade or sim arcade. You know, a lot of in fact, a lot of great indie titles are being made now, with people that are really passionate, and maybe they they can see better the flows. I feel like I'm really ignorant in the racing field, so I'm really more like naive in terms of. Okay, maybe I come up with a feature that's already existing for 10 years, <laughs> and I'm all happy, <laughs> exactly. and then I just go, okay, well, that's been, lot oh, while well, you know, well, so it came more organic. But that is your
0: version, but that's your yeah. version, yeah, yeah, so yeah. going so to be always different. Way,
1: yeah, in a way, I don't want to learn too much because I don't want, like, maybe it's <laughs> something I don't want, I'm not going to end up adding because I feel like I'm copying, but if you don't know it and you come up with the idea, <laughs> I have yeah. really, I have the clean cautions, it's like, hey, exactly. you know, great minds and things ter- And in
0: terms of, of future for the Overjump Rally, so if you say release, uh, uh, the early release in 2024, as you say. No, yeah, no, no. Uh, I
1: would like to have a, a demo released. A demo? Okay, because uh, that's my next within question. Within a few months, yes, which I'm going to also okay. send to Sega and say, hey, here's the pitch you know we okay. can make this game completely so, with a really low budget overall because i can uh, i found most of the assets already we don't even need to model anything and already create the you know the physics uh, are going to have all the uh, basic concept of you know checkpoints and saving uh, we're going to have of course to do online game but at the same time it's not going to be huge so even with the, either just me or a small team of not even five people we can really bring this to home in a polished
0: that's perfect
1: and yeah i feel like at least early access 2024 if again sega gives me the blessing it's doable and
0: if sega if sega don't give you the blast what are you going to change
1: well yeah so there are options where i'm also applying for a mega grant which is a, a, a grant with the no strings attached from epic Games. You know they are okay. they made a uh, real engine, and also they made Fortnite. So they have so much money; they really give them away to interesting projects made in Unreal Engine Five. Um, so the idea is like, okay, I'm gonna pitch to them. Hopefully, I will get some money, which also I can leverage to Sega. Say, hey, you don't need to give me any money. I can finish this game by myself. I just need your licensing Team which again sure. happened yeah. happen before and if they want just to call it overjump rally because they don't want to put this sega name i'll be okay ideally i would love to be this uh, sega rally overjump because i feel like you know yeah. it's a good uh return people love uh, really like the the title you know it, if you play you never sega know. Rally,
0: can, yeah. can bring again some arcades to the shopping mall you never know That yeah so yeah. they can like it, and so, they can push.
1: Yeah. So yeah, if Sega says no and Epic says yes, I might just finish the game as Overjump Rally as a tribute of the Rally games from the arcade from the nineties. So, so the plan is it would be like... You already have, you already but,
0: have the plans. Yeah, Trace. but
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't promise anything. Let's say uh, the fact that it's, you know I'm using like a different title. It's because I potentially do that. Uh, but I might just uh, move to something else at that point. Uh, we'll see. At least I'm gonna have a demo that's you know finished, polished, uh, fun to play. It would be a bittersweet, uh, for sure, okay. because I'm sure uh, you know. Cigarelli for Saturn sold 1.2 million copies, and plus all the millions of people that played in the arcade and plus there was the, you know and pc Segurelli and after pc after went to pc uh, segarelli yeah. 2 for dreamcast uh, segarelli 2006 uh, playstation 2 uh segarelli revo and segarelli 3 which was the arcade version of revo uh, so i feel like you know th- there is a solid base and plus people that heard about it but never had a Chance to play because now it's not even available. You you can't buy it. Exactly. Mostly because of licensing. I feel like, okay, if we get the licensing for Overjump, we might also include the older games inside Overjump, which is part of the. In the new pictures I just released today, you notice there is a, a booth called Club Sega where yeah. you're going to be able to find a plugin to emulate games inside a Real Engine 5 while the game is running. Okay. Similar to Shenmue or Yakuza, where you go to an arcade uh, and you can play. And you arcade. play
0: the old games, yeah. So, okay, so the, that
1: was my idea. It's like you know, since we're getting the same licensing, you know, and then just get. Yeah, like, that's this the, will be uh, a, the a best. The game. best uh,
0: tribute. Exactly. Yeah. Play, play the, old the game. game the yeah. game. We have to be honest. The game they don't take so much space to em oh, to emulate. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it will be, be easy.
1: Yeah honestly like compared to easy. everything else even one texture like 8k texture is probably half of <laughs> they, Yeah yeah I have to check what, the, uh, the size yeah
0: uh, uh the evolution that you had in 30 years sometimes we don't because we've been living that we don't we don't really we don't realize so much but if you start thinking the evolution that we have from the late 90s until these days being racing games the, and everything is is crazy
1: the polygons in my game, there are 350 million polygons just in that map. Okay, uh, and uh, th- I, f- I think the older map was uh, 30,000 polygons. So, it- how much is it Whoa. like uh, 10, 100,000, uh, 10,000? I think it's 100,000 bigger hundred thousand <laughs> just a polycar, which doesn't doesn't <laughs> mean age, it's better but yeah it's uh uh it's insane if you think if thinking that way <laughs> and the car itself is like 1.5 million polygons you know because uh, i'm using nanite so it, it doesn't matter when you get to that point nanite is this technology from unreal engine 5 that mm-hmm. allows you to basically automatically scale the model based on the size on the screen. While before you had to use uh, LODs, which is level of details, and usually you have like five or six LODs based on the, the size on the screen and automatically will switch, but sometimes you will notice the switch because all the, poly- the, the models have less and less polygons, but of course you keep mm-hmm. you know, approximating. Uh, but now Nanite does that automatically for everything that you turn on uh put it available. Uh, so yeah, and also the models are even uh, smaller in uh, size when you save them. So you really get the best of words like high quality uh, models with, and also they take less space in the hard drive because most of the space is taken by textures anyway. Uh, so yeah, that, that's some optimization you have to do, especially if uh, if there are elements you're never gonna see up close, so you're not gonna put like four K textures. Actually, I design a, a plugin for Unreal Engine Five that does that. Tells you like uh, what what's the size of the textures you need when when you get close mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, it's uh, it was I didn't yeah, because if, even even on
0: the image that you have the working around you have the uh, the waterfall, uh yeah. so there is a lot of work there and everything. So it's just, it's crazy. All the all the effort that you are put you are put around yeah. and detail around all every track. Uh, yeah, I mean it, that's, it, that's it, it the thing of, of rally games, is it's more difficult to create the all the environment than you create on a circuit uh yeah. game. Because I mean, if you go I... in a circuit game you have less know. environment I... around
1: Yes, but at the same time, you need to be extremely precise. Uh, So Mm -hmm. as I mentioned before, uh, uh, I think before we start recording, I actually, because of my demo, uh, Overjump demo, I got hired by uh, a studio. The studio is called Straight Four. And it's actually a a new studio, but with veterans from the sim racing community. They worked on uh, uh, titles like GTR, Project Cars, And uh, automodelista. So you know, you are uh, you are into this field, uh, and uh, some of the studies you mentioned them before. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, so basically, yeah, they hire me because uh, I basic I have uh, oh, two years of experience in Unreal uh, Engine Five, which is a, a, a pretty new engine. Actually, I started using it as soon as it came out, while uh, you know they used to work on their own engine or Unreal Engine Four. So th- there is yep. some stuff y- you need to oh, basically learn oh, a lot of new tools, uh, new workflows. Uh. So I'm really like, uh, even if I have only two years of experience as a game developer in total, my those two years are on this specific engine. So I have that advantage, let's say. Uh, so I'm both okay, learning and yeah. teaching, you know, it, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, uh, Kind of a weird situation in a way because uh, <laughs> at one point I said, like, okay, this guy clearly they know more than me, but not for this specific stuff. You know, so it's like, okay, guys, this is the new way to do it. And I feel almost bad saying so because I don't want to, you know, impose myself knowing that I'm the last, you know, that they joined the team and the game world industry. But also, you know, if they hire me, it's because they've seen something interesting in my demo. So I feel yeah, like honestly, go... over already brought me like uh, the, the checklist I was aiming to in terms of exposure and uh, knowledge that I could, you know, convert into actually getting jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that already happening. So even if Sega shuts me down, say, hey, I learned this engine, I got hired. Uh, you know, I, I I'm enjoying the even because if, let it's me say you get you
0: get game. you get higher for a uh, one game title that's GTR, that probably is a game that everyone is waiting for the 2024. So everyone yeah. today I think was today they today released an, or yesterday they released another picture and um, mm. it was a screenshot. Uh, is inside of yeah, Audi yeah. and everyone yeah. was tweeting around. Everyone was going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a yeah. title that is promising a lot. So it's it's, it's good it's good good opportunity believe me. Yeah, Thank Ian
1: almost one of my pictures to, to post. <laughs> <laughs> he changed his mind at last moment because I I you know I, I took some uh, screenshots inside the game. I posted on the on the forum, uh, our private forum we have, and uh, Ian's like, oh, it's very uh, really cool. But then uh, there were other pictures somebody posted uh, a few years before, uh, and uh, yeah, he picked that one. Which is great, you know it's the internal camera Mine now i think even uh, the the light
0: yeah, the light effects and everything was was really really good, i think unreal five is crazy how, how good it is yeah. and now well, now that we look for these graphics, when we go back to the old graphics, for example, even the p s four you start to realize more the defects, you know where it was yeah. bad no, it's... i i I don't know, it's my eyes. You know, when I moved from PlayStation... It, it, it's spoiling the us, yeah, a
1: way.
0: Yeah. When I moved from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 1, I remember, I think the first game I played on PlayStation 2 was um, Grand Turismo 3, because it was coming with a console mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy X. And after I was looking for Final Fantasy X, and I was looking for Final Fantasy IX on the PS1, and I was, what the hell? All the, all, all the graphics change so much, and, I, and you, you don't yeah. realize, you know, all, all the graphics on PS1 was not so good. As I was imagined, because suddenly our eyes saw yeah. something much better. Yeah,
1: actually, I put a tagline uh, with graphics, as you remember, as a kid for my over jump, because so many yeah. times you you know you have vague memory. And again, Sega uh, uh, already aged grace- gracefully. About uh, some other games, uh, and not because the the devs weren't good. It's many times uh, either an artistic choice. They made sense at the time, or really you had hardware limits that yeah. hard. You can get better than these. You can have more FPS, more polygons, uh, better environments, more details. Now it's really like uh, with some limits, but still you are able. I create an entire forest with rocks. Uh, there are like, and millions of polygons. You know so. Um, and the, the game's
0: been made in on online. The game's been distributed online, and not anymore on uh, Blu-rays or like was on DVDs, because yeah. that is what was blocking I mean, yeah, a lot of I, time I, The games because they need space. I, they didn't I have guess, more space yeah. on on the, for example, when you talk to consoles, they then they have more space to progress. So I think being the games yeah. be able to download uh, and everything, that's open much more the the possibility for we yeah. include even, more stuff uh, and.
1: Yeah, even self-publishing now—it's a possibility for indie devs. Because honestly, yeah. a publisher—I don't know if it's uh, common. I mean, first of all, Steam takes thirty percent of your cut. That—that's gone. So Epic Games takes less. I feel—I think at eighteen, or uh, GOG, which is uh, from uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, it's actually it doesn't take anything. Uh, so 30% is gone. And then the publishers, I don't know if it's a common, but a few publishers approach me and say, okay. So first of all, we're going to recoup the investment we make. So all the early money you get, we're going to get it. So if they invest okay, exactly. 100000 in promoting your game, you're not going to save those 100000 So you might not even make any money. And then they want 50% of that remaining 70% you know, after Steam took the cut. <laughs> forever <laughs> on, like, a
0: fun, on a final of a day you're going to pay for making your game
1: yeah honestly like because you know they want to be sure that at least uh, they don't lose money but honestly okay. at that point you're not making anything so I'd rather go by myself self-publishing maybe you sell less but at least I don't feel like most of my money is went to people that basically did a few tweets a friend of mine he's also indie dev for a few years Any Ward means we had to buy our game back from the publishers because they they were not promoting. Publishers, they just get like 30 games and hope that one will really sell really well to cover the rest. And the rest maybe is going to break even. So at least they are not spending any money. So it's uh, similar to what the venture capitalists do with the seed rounds of startups. They hope one will just become a, a unicorn, so one billion dollar valuation they with that money they just even if they invest a hundred thousand hundred thousand in uh, twenty startups they're gonna recoup because just one will profit them three hundred millions you know so at the end, exactly. it's like, okay well, you still make money, but of course. Uh, so, yeah, it's a um, numbers game for them, but you should not for you. So be if there are other indie devs or out, uh, uh, be sure. And again, thanks for this kind of promotion through a podcast because uh, was, it, it's helpful. Everything helps in terms of uh, even like, oh, yeah, you're not the first. Actually, okay. I had a I podcast had... interview from another Portuguese a few, a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, platform.
0: that's Sega good. Sega Lounge, yeah. Um. You, but I was to say, you um is um one. Now on the on the podcast, some guests that are related with the mod community. So it's a way after you when they when they come to the podcast, you talk with them because they always can bring you something more and can show you a little bit. A lot of them they work with the set of courses. They are working with real. Uh, one of them they work with real uh, racing teams. So we make mods for games and make the mods for they run on their own simulators. So they have a lot of work behind. So it's yeah, always...
1: The modding community, it's fascinating. Uh, I see some devs really embrace it, uh, like Assetto Corsa. Uh, they really say, okay, just do whatever. But, you know, you already bought the game. So for them, it's yeah. not like... It, it, sometimes licensing, like cars, say, hey, why are you using this car? We never licensed to you. And uh, the, I actually... Uh, I got in touch with uh, Marco Massarutto from uh, Kunos Simulazioni. Uh, and it, and I was reading an interviewer, like, uh, uh, you know, those are mods. So they are beyond uh, what we can control in terms exactly. of what cars, people are going to put in the yeah. game, uh, which is If you open your game for incentive. mods,
0: people can put whatever yeah. they want. If you go set a set of courses, and you even have a uh, T-Rex. You know, yeah. I don't know if you know, you have the T-Rex that you drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, Inside of a T-Rex, you have the cats, you have a guy on top of an alligator. So <laughs> you they put wherever whatever yeah. you want. To, uh, and uh, people enjoy, I think. Yeah, I think if you put your game as a mod, probably will lost a little bit the what you try to do because you you need to focus yeah, on get that homage to, to Sega Rally and uh, need yeah. to be... But at the Inside same of time, the
1: yeah, it's honestly it's uh, work I, I don't I don't have to put into somebody else. Exactly, and I don't have to pay for. okay. <laughs> right, this is this is the, the 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 basic core of the game. If you want to do add more cars, you know, or suit yourself. Uh, but and that I don't was a mistake of spend...
0: Codemaster. For yeah. example, Codemaster with the Dirty Rally 2. Uh, that's a game that and everything, if they have opened it to, to more community, the game was still going full gas. Because you have Richard Byrne uh, Raleigh, that was yeah. released 2004, that have a great physics and the game's still been playing. Everyone's still putting effort. The graphics are not the yeah. best, but people care about the immersion yeah, honestly, and about I, driving. I don't see. And sometimes it. it's that you don't
1: have... Yeah, you have nothing to lose. I mean, uh, of course, I understand. Maybe some people don't want to see those mods in their game because uh, maybe someone else is gonna see more the mods than the game itself. But honestly, they bought the game. (laughs) My job is exactly (laughs) that's my vision. (laughs) If somebody wants to judge me for my game, uh, they know how to find the the basic. You know, they're gonna be videos, official videos, uh, tweets. all of that, but then if somebody wants to take a book and rewrite some chapters and repost them uh, online...
0: Uh, it's an evolution, like my, you know?
1: My, mine, it's a homage. It's a fun game based on another IP. So I exactly. see this as uh, a continuation of the uh, tradition in a way. So yeah, I'm not going to stop them. In fact, if I don't get the uh, licensing from the cars, Well, these look look like Delta. Look, and then they're gonna be super easy. In fact, they're gonna be not bonsai. Rosso. then explaining you how to and to find the the model and in which folder to place it, Uh, and you're gonna play the game as it was intended without me spending money licensing. It's their loss because actually, license they make money not just to sell you the license, but for you make money from
0: every sales. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's uh-huh. not like, okay, uh-huh. we just send you once and whatever. So I'm not saying that, you know, they're going to change too much because, uh, but it's still, still some good money. that could come their way without doing anything. You So know? oh, I, I want to know that if the game is not projecting to sell enough copies, for them it's not good to have, you know, lawyers to write contracts. It would be more expensive than anything, more like a distraction. That's why, you know, it's really small indie games. They will not get license, And plus, you know, some companies simply decide, no, this is kind of like uh, uh, going way too low. That's why I feel like having Sega on board is going to be key, both in terms of number of copies. Yeah.
0: Cards, I have a CD4, 490, 24 gigabytes. It's already a good card, but I feel that in one year, one year and a half, will not be able to produce. And for example, if I want to record, if I'm, pl- I'm playing in 4K, I'm playing 144Hz uh, over 120 frames per second. If I'm trying to record it, I can never record and compress the quality that I see on right. the screen. I always lose Dude, a I'm lot struggling. of quality.
1: I'm struggling with
0: that. So I imagine how much you guys going to struggle to em- emulate and make sure that we'll play properly on a, on a lower card.
1: Yeah, I mean I I I have a 1490, And if I play at 1440p, so it's not 4K. Uh with uh, 80% of uh, scale up. So it's not really a, it's 80% of 1440. And I put yeah. uh, most of high uh the settings which you barely notice the difference except for reflections that put at ultra. I reach 100 120 fps. So again, I understand the 4090, it's not for everyone. But I feel like by the time the game is ready, it's going to be better itself. Uh, And again, the 4090 won't be top shelf. It will be a normal one. Yeah, yeah, if I'm okay. Plus, there is a frame generation with uh, the 40 series. So I can even double. I could get 240 with minimum input lag. That's amazing. There, There are these technologies that are really getting better and better, even, you know, just the frame up scale, you know, you can play, uh, technically 4k, but it's uh, 50% resolution. So it's much faster or without sacrificing reflections or good shadows, you know, so there are like a lot of ways. And of course I'm going to make a console version, current console. So that's one of my, my questions, because I think, I
0: I uh... think that's, that's, that's probably where you're going to get a little bit more, Captivate more people, and yeah. uh, where you can yeah. ex- at the ex- push time, the, gra- the graphics at, at, at the maximum, no? Because graphics yeah. going to be the... I mean, uh,
1: uh, yeah, the, the optimization, yeah. Uh, I feel yeah. like uh, um, I want to focus on PC first, not making the mistake of trying to release everything at once, because, I mean, mm-hmm. why I don't have the main power, to, oh, I really want to have the PC version, which is the easiest, let's say, because it's more flexible or rather than have one that needs to play good with that hardware. I mean there are pros and cons of doing just console because you just have that target or hardware so he has to run good on that one. But at the same time, yeah, I feel like PC it's a bit easier for a unseasoned uh dev than uh because, again, you can target for higher cards. And I want, the, the, when the game comes out, to have the best graphics on the market possible, like in, in terms of the higher, you know, the video you're going to see. I'm not going to bullshit you record a video for my forty ninety and say, oh, this is PS5 graphics. So Some people, exactly. some studios do that, but, you know, I would like to have the best visual quality. And then... Uh, oh.
0: Well, Alexandro... For my part, is yeah, yeah. is everything. Thank you so much for staying with me and explaining me a little bit everything. Thank and, you. And uh, I, I hope I can see more of the game. I think I'm really excited with uh, this game. I think even everyone on Twitter was getting excited yeah. when, like I said, when yeah. Jimmy Broadband retweet the the video, everyone was really really excited. So I hope.
1: Yeah, I, I got a lot of exposure. Yeah, I think. Thank you again.
0: First of all, I want to say thank you so much for Alexandra to join me and having an amazing talk. After that, we stay probably one hour more talking about it. He sent me a little bit of the battle of the game for for playing and recording you guys the image. So all the image that you see, a lot of them are coming from what I'm playing around. So it's quite interesting, the game. A lot of the visuals are available on Twitter, as you guys saw, and all the social media. So really, really, really keen to know more about this amazing game. And of course... Next week, we're going to go with the first just official version of the podcast. We're going to talk only about the news and what's going around on sim racing. And for that, I will see you next episode. See you.